the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night now, 7 to 9. Give us a call if you care to participate in the show, 312-642-5600. I'm interested to hear from the people that went to the Thompson Center and to Springfield. Um, I forgot to tweet about the show. Macbeth, damn it. I told you remind me about the marketing myself. I'm terrible at that because I'm watching TV. I'm getting aggravated. I watch the Sunday shows. I watch Fired Up on Flannery. But I didn't need to be fired up on Flannery. What I needed was somebody to explain to me that just because little Lori Lightfoot dresses like an old man, does she think she's everyone's dad? We're not playing games. We mean business, and we are going to shut this down one way or the other. The time for educating people into compliance is over. Don't be stupid. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? You're nothing. You're an elected figurehead. It's all you are. I know you go around all day and people kiss your derriere because they want contracts and jobs and pensions. But in the real world, little Lori Lightfoot, you're a punchline, honey. You're, you're, you're not fooling anybody in your little costume. But you know what it took? It didn't take one reporter to take that perspective. Because if you listen to it on TV, she's not taking it anymore. She's really coming down. Aside from the fact that she's Mussolini-esque. It took somebody from her very own neighborhood to put little Lori Lightfoot in her place. You want to take, you want to take this virus back to your house and get your mama's here? Let's move on. So, we can handle what we want. Why all that over 40? Y'all let it defend us. You talk about go home, you go home. That's right. Telling me to go home, you go home. Now that kid who's never going to vote, probably never will vote, probably never has voted, He has more guts than every single sycophant looking for that government cheese pension who steps in fetch and votes for whatever Democrat the party puts in front of him. And that's how you get a mafia-run state. And who gets to bear the cost? Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Today's the third. And guess what happened? We missed our deadline to add an amendment to reform the very pensions that are bankrupting our state, that have sucked the equity out of your house, have destroyed your own personal fortunes and guaranteed massive taxation from here until the end of Illinois. We missed it. How convenient. How convenient that we missed it. And little Lori Lightfoot's going to prance around almost like the other pretend man 
with the baby hands and the big pot belly. J.B. Pritzker. Which, by the way, Macbeth, I was looking at him. There's no way he's able to wash himself in good hygiene standards. There's no way. Let alone he can't take care of himself. Little daddy's boy. Abe's little grandson. Family built on a fortune of what? Bootleggers? And now you get to boss everybody around and shut everybody's business down. So here's the real question. How did one governor, a couple of mayors, get to enforce the police department against the businesses in that community? As if we sit by all with, with bated breath, I, I hope they let us go back to work. I hope they let us open our businesses. Where were they when we were doing it? I mean, I understand those who have the phony baloney pensions and those who need the contracts and want to pretend these people are normal have to step and fetch. But there's a large part of society that doesn't. I saw a lot of cars coming in today. Let me tell you something. I a love lot of, it. For a Sunday evening, a lot of cars. The cigar store. You know how many people walked around with the slave plate on? The slave plate? Slave plate. That's what the mask is. It doesn't do anything. I had a guy come into the store, a listener, very nice guy. We got in an argument on Twitter. He wanted to tell me the science of it. Listen to me. I'll say this just because I, I'm I, not because I like disagreeing, which you with I do. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah which, especially which, over which, calories. Now get to the point, Tubby. Uh, all right. Settle down there. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll pull that hair off. Come on. Let's go. Um, <laughs> you know, there is a point. There is a point to, uh, for one thing, just being courteous, right? And then there's another point to, if you're talking, you're spitting. If you've ever seen one of the old Top Gears where they, uh, where they, they have the UV light and they go through the old used cars to see what sort of monstrous toilet they mm-hmm. bought and, and just anything with a car phone, steering wheel, dashboard, speedometer, covered in spit. So there's a, there's a fair point to saying if you've got to go to the store, be courteous enough to just either stay you know a certain distance away from people. If you've got to get right up on people, you wear a cloth mask, it's not going to hurt anybody. Unless it hurts your ego, in which case, you know. You I'm going to tell you what I told what I told this wonderful listener who was all caught up in the in the in the altruism, in the in the in the benevolence. Was he one of the guys in, driving around with a mask? And very nice on? guy, very nice guy. But let me let me get to the point. You, if you feel that way, then you do it. Tell your friends yeah. to do it. No, but you don't do it. you use these frauds to implement a backhanded law which they are telling you they're going to enforce with penalty and God knows what. And if you have a business, you open it, and I say, I don't care if you have a mask on. What are you going to do? You're going to take my license? Yes. Yeah, J.B. Pritzker is telling do. me they're going to do that. Yeah. So you have now mounted out government. You've taken policemen who are sworn to protect me, the righteous citizen, the honest man, yeah. and you've mounted him against me. You've deployed the government well, didn't you know against the citizen. All, all other crime has ceased. There's no other crime happening. You didn't know that? We got calls, baby. Let's get to Nick. Nick, thanks for calling the show. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm uh, very good. Thank you. Uh, Listen, uh, uh, same thing like I was going to say last time, uh, like I did say last time. I was out today. I was out yesterday, too. I I go by foot or I take the bus. Uh, Let's say today I had a couple errands to run, and uh, uh, I'd say 95% of people are doing things right as far as what the government says we should do that is supposed to be the right thing. Uh, they got masks on or out on the street where there's hardly that many people on. I could see that if somebody did not have a mask on, they had a mask like they were holding in their fingers, you see, ready to put it on. Uh, we know what to do. You know, we've been educated about this serious uh, virus, which is what it is, over the last maybe three months, you know, and we know that we got to follow some rules to minimize how many people get sick and die and so it doesn't spread out more and more. But 
we got to open this country up. We got to start Nick, like well, you, Trump is right. You okay. can't straddle the. You know? I agree with you, by the way, but it's hard to do it when you're straddling the fence. Thanks for calling, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Listen, if if you take it upon yourself to wear a mask and you tell your fellow people to wear a mask, but then you 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 eliminate the fact that the mask is insufficient, that the the data is sketchy at best. But oh, what yeah, you're you can't doing, let people be fooled into thinking that it's some sort of solution to everything. But still, your, it's, your it's, neighbor does not live for you. No. And you don't live for him. But you don't die for him either. But they, Yes, but there is risk in life. My point is you cannot create a law to control that type of behavior. You've created a law that has, in essence, put us under house arrest. That has stifled do. all of our businesses. There's, you have see, stopped the economy on a dime. And you didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know what they were doing. You can make that law for City Hall. You can make that law for government buildings. You can make that law for O'Hare Airport, Midway. You can make that law for the, the CTA. You can make that law. You have to, you know, okay, fair enough. That's a governmental entity. You can't make that for Sean's business. You can't make that for my business. The other thing is. And you can't make that for an individual. What, the, what you're Some saying. people to wear masks walking their dog. You've taken. This is the mountain out of a molehill. You, this was the wrong action. And I don't hear many people even arguing that point anymore. The idea that they shut down everything, except, of course, their own government. Those people didn't miss a beat. In fact, they got the best of both worlds. And it's funny now, as all the, the, the new bills come out, after the $6.2 trillion, they're all about increasing the pay for the teachers. I still don't understand why you're throwing the teachers in the mix. You're sitting at home on a laptop communicating through a video screen. Your day has gotten 10 times easier, yet you need more money. And the SEIU workers, they use this as a negotiating tactic to up their pay. The ones that are such heroes. It's all we hear about how here they're, they're just heroes. Really, is that, is that what a hero does? I'm wondering. Because the people who, who volunteer, what credit do they get? Hey, that a boy. That a boy. But the ones who signed up for the job, who, by the way, have you taken a look at some of these people? I'm pretty sure the people are better off if they go on strike. Candace, thanks for calling the show. How are you? How are you? <laughs> I couldn't agree more with your yeah. sentiments. Okay. So last Friday I had to go to Menards, and I heard they had to wear a mask. And, oh, my God, it was so annoying going in there. It was very sad. It saddens me to see all these people with masks on. I want to kick a lot of them and yeah. punch them in the gut. <laughs> I got a thong I keep in the I got a thong I keep in the glove box just in case I have to wear the mask. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. But listen, as I was at Menards, I, have a good I was time. in the entry mm-hmm. and they had a Garda guard and standing in front of the sign because so many people were coming in and getting pissed off and leaving. I was happy to see well, that. Here, Candace, um, look at I this. Mean, I was- they created jobs. Their tyranny has created jobs. By the way, they've got three thousand people getting jobs in Illinois. You know what they're gonna do? Contact tracing. Hmm, that sounds interesting. 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows See, for me, the, the hard part is loaded. to wrap my head around Everybody the fact rolls, 50 governors... I, you know, I looked up, there's 19,429 mayors in America, 50 governors, less than 20,000 mayors 
who knows how many of those fat slob county commissioners there are sitting around waiting for somebody to drop off a sack so they could give a contract huh? managed to completely destroy capitalism in America. I'm having a real hard time with it. I'm having a real hard time with the responses by the so-called opposition to tyranny, tyranny light, also known as Republicans. And I'm having a real hard time with the citizens that are telling me we do not have the right to our own opinion. We do not have the right to our own thoughts. That in essence, our lives are simply mortgaged by our our other, other fellow citizens. I'm having a hard time going and accepting socialism and pretending that these politicians, most of whom have done nothing, are, are, you wouldn't hire to cut your grass, have somehow obtained the power to not only strip us of our property, but literally imprison us if we try to go against their whims. And that's all this is, a whim. When you funge out the numbers, the percentages of the 330 million Americans 12,700,000 Illinoisans is infinitesimal. Yet the ramifications of their overactions touched each and every one of us. Unless, of course, you're on the cheese. If you're part of the mafia, you're loving this. Jim, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Good, my man. How are you? Good. Um, I think a lot of people are going to just slowly resist this, but... I find an effective way to discuss some of the stuff is to use some numbers because, for example, if we have 40,000 car crashes in the United States every year in a country of 32 million, 320 million people, that's roughly a one in 8,000 chance of, of getting in your car and dying. Jim, Jim, but here's the thing. No, I was reading that this stupid may, uh, governor of Oregon wants to extend her order through July, into, into July, and now that state has 4.2 million people. And they have, as far as I know, about a little over 2,600 cases. So if that's the case, that's one in 16,000 who is just going to get COVID. Listen, we're gonna, only like 110 people have passed I, away. And if that's the case, that's a $100,000, uh, right. a $100,000. Uh, he lost uh, The numbers with nerds I can't do. I love it, but I can't do it. You know what I mean, brother? Listen, Sean was told there would be no math. There's no math. Here's the other thing. The, the, the four point two. Forget about all that to me. I don't care about that. That's how you win the argument. That's not how well, you start the debate. The way in which you start it is that you simply say, look, you don't have the right. I'm sorry, I don't care what you think. I don't care what your statistics are. I don't care what your intention is. You do not have the right to seize my life. You do not have the right to seize my property. This is a country where the law is supposed to be my shield, not your spear. That's the difference. That's true. We're not making that argument anymore, Jim. Not the numbers. The numbers are irrelevant. Because you know what, Jim? You know what they proved? The numbers don't matter to them. Thanks, Jim, for calling the show. The numbers don't matter to them. They're not the ones putting this in perspective. The news media never mentions the 7,709 people that dropped that every day anyway. 7,709 people died today. Yeah, they're actually very close to fewer people dying overall than the same time last year uh, during the same two-month period. Which is kind of funny, but at the same time, you got to go, okay, well, that's because there's fewer things happening. Fewer people are driving. Fewer people are earning. A, there's, there's repercussions to all these, all these you know, good news. That, oh, good news. More people are alive. That's because fewer people are working. Aside from the coat check girl at the Bijou, Lori Lightfoot, what else aggravated me? <laughs> 
was the fact that you handed me that paper about the people calling yeah. the emergency lines for psychiatric help. Yeah. The massive depression that is sweeping the countryside. It was the top 10 uh, COVID-related issues brought up to therapists. Look at right what now. you've done to society. <laughs> you kept the liquor stores open. How many people you think right now have fallen into that swamp of just alcoholism forever? Well, I'm serious about it. To that. be fair, do you know how many uh, beds you would be having uh, full of people with detox and i mean there's there's a lot of withdrawal issues it's it it honestly is better to keep liquor stores open but here's the here's the thing though (laughs) macbeth the the reality is ironically because of your so-called help you've shut down the rest of the hospitals and the immediate care centers for the most part that would be helping people jim thanks for calling the show how are you good how you doing good so I had an on-air question. Uh, it's actually an attorney question. I know you're not an attorney. Maybe we get someone to call in. Well, that's all right. I, uh, listen, I hosted a lot with Bruce Wolf. I can't believe he's an attorney, so I'll just answer the way he would. So go <laughs> ahead. So can Pritzker and or Lightfoot be prosecuted for crimes against, uh, criminally prosecuted for crimes against humanity, especially no. for telling people to go out and vote, and then people got sick. And actually, one of them I heard died from or one of the, uh, the voting uh Part of the beauty about writing the laws is that you write laws that immunize yourself from ramifications. So political officials who are elected to office, who make these very, these mistakes you almost can't fathom the ramifications of. You can't really quantify the damage these morons have done to us. They are held harmless. That's the beauty. You know, I, I, listen, if you're a scumbag, why be a gangster when you could be in politics? You never go to jail. Yeah. You could you could literally destroy the lives and rob the wealth of everybody. And what happens? Yeah, you get to retire and say, oh, here's the ex-governor of Illinois. Which one? The one over there with three natives putting suntan lotion on him and his wife. Thank you, Jim, for calling the show. I appreciate okay, it. Thank you. It's a, it's a sad day, but that brings me to fired up with Flannery. Oh, we got more. All right, let's clean up the calls. Bill, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hi, thanks, Sean. Uh, I was just telling your caller that... I, that you you, you got to grab these stupid voters over the head. Either you have to have massive demonstrations, then they'll listen to you, or maybe better yet, all of your merchant guys get together on one day and say, we're opening. We don't care what you do. Arrest all of us at once. And if you get enough people, they may sit back and say, we can't do this anymore. Bill, that was but- my original reaction, was what you said. But here's here's the velvet hammer that the state officials have. Every business has a business license. Every business has to be okayed and approved, not just by the state, but by their right. county and by their municipality. And it doesn't stop there, because I talked to a friend who owns a private gym. Okay, yeah. He's got a membership, and he's got a little swimming school attached to it. They're out in nearby Morris. But, um, that's not the issue he's having. What he's having is the state is starting to sort of really kind of get into and enforce and change some of the yeah. workman's comp uh, regulations. Yeah, the highest. And state. so, what they can do is, oh no, no, we won't take your business license. We won't fine you. We won't do. This. But by the way, you won't be able to insure your people, so therefore, you can't open. It's the diabolical nature of Bill having the people, the least competent people, and the most corrupt and the most arrogant, literally the ones that are making this up as they go along. And you can see this, Bill. Look at how they are so unprepared for all of the unemployment they created. Yep. You, they can't run a website. It's a website. And you want me to believe that uh, you can make decisions that are going to benefit humanity? How about the money they spent on simply cell phones? Half a million dollars on cell phones for McCormick Place. What did they have, seven people in McCormick Place? Yes. 
But Sean, you've got to grab the, the, the hoi polloi, the idiots who sit back and say, oh, my governor and my, my mayor are telling me what to do. How are you going to grab them? You grab them by saying no and enforce, and, and people got to get together. And, and I'll come up to your shop in, in Elmhurst and stand next yeah. to the door. It's got to start <laughs> somewhere. I don't the, know where. Here's the problem, Bill. The idiots are the one that got us into this. Not only yep. the idiots, but the pseudo-intellectual Republicans got us into this. And I'm going to talk about what I saw on Fired Up, on Flannery Fired Up. It was a joke. And those were Republicans that are supposedly the opposition to this, specifically Meathead Durkin and some young kid who's probably a nice kid but doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July. This kid didn't know what it was in his lawsuit. Flannery tri- tripped him up. It was pathetic. I know, you know, it's too short to get the clip on, and I wouldn't do that to you. But basically, um, Carrillo is his name. And he was a nice kid. You could see it. He's suing because he called it correctly in his lawsuit. He identified Illinois as a police state. Now, do you know what a police state is? A police state is exactly what we're living in. When politicians politically control the police to enforce rules against the freedom of the citizens. Ta-da! Does that sound familiar? When asked about it on Flannery, he said a lawyer put it in. That's not how he would have worded it. Then he went off on some fishing expedition, how it's about how many people can go in a boat. It's about the fact that the people who are fighting the corrupt Democrat mafia don't even understand why anymore. You know, when you see the Illinois Republicans like Durkin, who, who he was elected in 2006, he acted like he just got in yesterday. You've been there for 14 years. What did you do? This whole thing, where, oh, it looks like we're going to miss the... We're going to miss the time to put an amendment on the Constitution to renegotiate the pensions. Where the hell were you 14 years ago when you first got elected? Oh, I know. You were opening up what? Video games like Bill Brady? Or were you in the stripper business? I can't get it straight. Some sort of lobbyist shenanigans. 312-642-5600. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Where's Antifa, Macbeth? Where is Antifa? I mean, you have a mayor in Chicago threatening her citizens. You've got the governor of Illinois threatening their citizens. You've got New Jersey, New York. You've got the reality of the predictions that were originally made in order to buy complacency being it's ten, it's literally Less than 10% of what they said it would be. Did you see uh, Mario Cuomo's wall of masks? No. Not Mario Cuomo. Jeez, I'm old. Um, <laughs> what, what's the, the governor? Andrew Cuomo. Andrew, thank you. Yeah, Mario's dead. And then I almost said the CNN guy's name. Yeah. Um, but communists really never die. They, really, they just yeah, pass it on to their kids. Yeah. Um, special shirts and all. So, I, I yeah, I'm watching uh, one of these, you know, Facebook watch has the, uh-huh. uh, now here's a COVID. Okay, let's see what these clowns are saying. Mario, or Again, Andrew Cuomo's up there. He pulls his curtain down. It's a massive moment, and here's all these handmade masks that people had sent in for people to use. And I, all I could think was, you know, every single one of those has had a nail put through it on this wall. I mean, I, <laughs> it's I, just, I, I, I here, have these people you. have made something for someone to use, right? They've they've done a good deed, and and they've put some work into it at their own expense, and they send them in, and the governor. Makes a collage, and then look at look at in the right. It's ridiculous, (laughs) but in the in the fact that they're failing, in the fact that their predictions were wildly wildly wrong, they're profiting immensely. They're profiting immensely. Now it might not be the way 
you say you and I think of profiting as things in the state are succeeding. No, no, no. They've obtained more power than imaginable in a country where it is supposed to be a representative republic. It's laughable at this point. It's truly laughable. The amount of power these governors, mayors, county officials have rather than representing the free man. You could see right now the favorites in this society are the government-affiliated sycophants. We got another gym. There's a lot of gyms out there. It's like a gym Sunday. Jim, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Okay, Sean. How are you? Very good. Listen, Sean, I was at that uh, rally mm-hmm. on Friday. Kind of disappointed in the, the amount of people were there. I was not as well attended as I had hoped. But I'll tell you what drove me there is watching... Linda Yu on Channel 7 the day before. I thought I was going to throw a brick through the TV. They talk to you like you're, on, you're in second grade. That's what, it's the, ridiculous. That, that's the main thing that I got when, when, when I first Pritzker started to tell us what he was going to do, regardless of our opinion. Who are, you, who are you talking to? You don't talk to me like I'm your kid or I work for you. The problem right. is we've put these people in here in a system that over the last hundred years has truly made them not just celebrities, which they welcome, but has made them very powerful in the structure of corruption we call Illinois government. Jim, I'm to the point now where I don't want to pretend anymore that this is a government of representation or a government that looks for to protect the citizens' rights to his property. Literally, you can listen to their messages in each and every day. It, they are strengthening their position of, You really don't have any possession over your own life. None. And I'll be honest with you, Jim, this slave plate slash mask was the last straw for me. I don't wear one. It's the last straw for me. You don't tell me to cover my face ever. And if you want, if businesses, here's the other thing, Jim, I own a business. I have very strict rules. You start talking Marx and Ingalls, you're lucky if I just kick you out. So I understand that the business owner has the right to implement policy, and I support that. And if the businesses organically you know, came up with this policy, fine. But the reality is, Jim, they were intimidated into, into enforcing this policy. So when know, Candace but- called and said Menards hired, hired a, uh, a security guard, do you realize what Menards has to jump through just to open a store in these corrupt enclaves of mafia, Democrat mafia scum we call government? Do you realize what these people go through to really bring a benefit and a blessing to this to the city that they move into? This whole thing is so lopsided, Jim. I can't make it straight anymore. And I never wanted to be a socialist. I never wanted to bow down to the corruption in these municipalities, in these counties, in these states. I just figured it's we're a capitalist nation. Screw it. I'll do it anyway. I always thought that. And it, yeah, but I mean, it's it's just so discouraging. We're in a sea of fools here. I, I read online that uh, like seventy five percent of the people that live in the state actually back this crap up. That's how you know. It's, I, I mean, I made the I made the realization when Rauner was put in as a conservative Republican. When you really looked at the specificity of who Rauner is, and you know, Jim, when you look at the Republican answer to this, it's sickening and it's nauseating. Yeah, I'm, I'm out it, here in your American. You know, well. Jim, listen, you take care of yourself. I hope to see you soon. Thanks for calling the show. I appreciate okay. it. And in the All end, right. Jim, if we maintain our, our, our principles and our, our dignity, we're going to win anyway because we're not going to be bowing down and accepting the servitude these politicians put us in. Because that's the goal. 
And you hear it in their decree. You the mayor hear called it in a news their voice. Today on the West Side, where last week these viral images of an illegal party were seen around the world. So she wasn't pulling her rhetorical punches today. We will shut you down. We will cite you. And if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. And she says any... Shut up, miss. Shut up, miss. In your little boy suit. You're not... You're, you're, you're the boss of nothing. 312-642-5600. Except, of course, the Chicago Mafia. I guess that is something. You Help. won't get used to wearing them chains after a while, Luke. But you never stop listening to them clinking. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. We had two callers hang up because they're mad at me. They have to understand, I wait all week to get here. I do love the callers. You know, the radio flies by and the ads seem to take forever, but they yeah. are very short. No. It's just a couple of minutes. Hang Let's in. go on to Sean, just because he's got my name. Sean, how are you? Hopefully spelled correctly. Uh, real good. First time uh, listener and uh, first time caller. How you doing? Good, wonderful. Thank you. I just have just one general question, sir. I just was wondering, uh, with all these uh, countries being hit hard by this virus, I was just wondering if China is going to give us anything off on the debt that we owe them. Uh, you know, since we're financially strapped and people are out of work, 30 million Americans, they should uh, do something in that regard. Sean, you know, here's the thing. Um we're financially strapped because of the things we did. When you add up the amount that foreign governments owe of our national debt, yeah. it's truly infinitesimal. If we Sean, weren't in fact, operating on the margins. It's literally a fraction of the last bill they passed. So the really the the reality is, and then to sue China, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in the and news. What is the mechanism for suing well, you, China? You can't. But there's here's the other thing too. You got to remember, Sean. There's a lot of stuff in the news where politicians are making us bringing us information where they want to demonize one nation, one country. I'm not sticking up. I'm not an apologist for China or anybody else. But I have a real hard time when they know very little about this virus, but yet they know exactly where it came from and exactly how it came. It doesn't make sense to me. I really think that there is a lot of unanswered questions about the virus. How do we know that this story they're telling us is the truth? It seems a little bizarre to me. Right. I mean, even if you go with the conspiracy that somehow it was created in a lab, but yet their people got infected first. You know what I mean, Sean? I think well, it's, the idea I, that it escaped from a poorly managed lab is not far fetched. You know, Sean, I know you, I, you said it was your first time listener. When we first started discussing this, we had a listener call who was a doctor and he was actually a doctor that studied specifically about viruses. And he had said that this virus has been around for millions of years and has mutated. And has gotten out. Now, yeah, he equated it to, to sort of the orangutan and the human, so you're 96% of the same DNA, but that 4% makes all the difference. You know, you, have you noticed lately, whenever something goes wrong, a lot of fingers get pointed in different directions? It's Russia, it's Saudi Arabia, it's, it's Turkey, it's China. You notice that it's Mexico, it's Canada. You know what my uncle used to tell me when I was a kid, and I point and I blame things? Whenever you point at somebody, three fingers are pointing back at you. The reality is... We've got a lot of our own responsibility of what we did. And by the way, Sean, I think we handled this beautifully. It's a virus. Its numbers and its death rate do not equal the regular flu. It's a devastating virus. I'm not making light of it. But the reality is... Yeah, unchecked, it would be an issue. 
yeah, we kind of sh- did a lot we, in a short period of time. And and I think we can probably, with the technology and the protective you know? equipment, we could we could operate. I don't know, Sean, but well, I guess we're going to see because here's what you can guarantee yourself: in an election year, <laughs> they're going to be suing everybody, buddy. It's going to be like the Jerky Boys episode; they sue everybody and their clients. Thank you <laughs> for calling the show. I do appreciate it. I mean, really, I'm so sick of, of not realizing or having people not talk about the fact this is an election year. And these political parties on both sides, it's yeah. going to be bipartisan tribalism. And they're going to do and say anything they have to to get you to support that particular party. But the reality is, one thing we can look back over the last 30 years of this country being run really didn't make a damn bit of difference who ran it, did it? We got wars that are 20 years. We got debts that have doubled after each and every president. And by the way, it's going to happen again. Really doesn't matter. And the, corpor- the corporatists and the corruption, it's the same people. The banks get the, the money entity. first. Yeah. The people are used as fodder. Let's get it to the small businessman. Yeah. You know, you, all of you know somebody in business. All of you know somebody that's applied for the loan. Some of you know people that got the loan. But what did they get compared to who got it the night it was passed by the fast click? Mm-hmm. All those guys who are propping up the market. Some of which got shamed into giving some of it back. And how about we're supposed to be all this conservative. We're going to rebuild the economy. And by the way, I can't stand it when a man says, I built the economy. Much like Lori Lightfoot, you're just sitting on a seat. That's all it is. You didn't build anything. We built it. The American people did. You just set the rules up that rig it. And how come nobody pushes back on the one guy controlling all the money? Steve Mnuchin is in his control of $6.2 trillion, and he gets to decide the rules as it goes along. Also, you've been in, you know, you've been in office for a few years. You, you didn't build what was there when you got there. So it's, so so it's previous administrations. If you're, if you're going to go ahead and attribute it Listen. to administrations, you're going, ahead, well, let's go back to FDR, because that's pretty much post-World War II is Come when on. we built the current economy, right? Please. Truman. Listen, Eisenhower. I hope Trump Nixon. wins, especially when it comes to mumbles in the diaper. I hope he most, wins, but, he but don't tell me you built anything. David, thanks for calling the show. How are you? I'm trying to understand the the powers that the uh, you know the governors have. For for example, with the the orders that they're giving, are, are these laws? Are they? I mean, <laughs> Feels I don't like understand it. how they can be can they, can they be enforced because there's no. There's no recourse in the law that says that they, they have the right to penalize people for right. any specific infraction. There's I mean, also no specificity, though, either. Because in that, and that, that ambiguity lies the quicksand. Because yep. once they got you, you're going to start sinking it. Here's the other thing, David. The rules are very clear. For 30 days, you can do what you've done. The emergency right. orders are 30 days. But notice all of the Republicans, what was it, the one guy in the South that sued? That was it? And now this other guy who doesn't know what's on his own lawsuit. Right. But the reality is the pushback by the by the state uh, officials, the state elected representatives was what that 30 days went without a sound, David. So the reality is none of us knew this kind of power. None of us could imagine they could seize our businesses, our jobs and literally place us under house arrest. Who could have imagined in a country we told was free and it was about us? The reality is. We're just the slaves, and they're the masters. 312-642-5600. Wake up, everyone. It's Christmas. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. 
I know I made you cut another little clip of Lori. I know I did. I, I just don't know if I could handle it. Yeah. I, 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 you have to play it. Here, right. Here's why. All it's right. the most disturbing one, I think, isn't it? I just can't believe that the people in Chicago, all the ones who said, oh, she's going to be great, she's going to be changed. Now, now let's, well, are you happy with the change? Let's, let's preface this clip a little bit, too, by saying, if you're a landlord, you're being called upon to, to shoulder a lawful lot of burden right now, right? You're being called upon to not evict people, to put off rent payments, even forgive rent payments, mortgage payments if you're... It's an interesting phrase you use, bank. called upon, when, called you mean, upon. when you mean ruled over. Uh, but okay. No, no, shamed into, actually, is more uh. inaccurate. Um, but yeah, that's, that's sort of, you know, you're already being asked. Now, if somebody who you rent to, who you haven't evicted, who you maybe are collecting rent from and maybe you're not, has a party, what might happen to you, Sean? As a landlord who doesn't live there and has no control over what your tenants do. Why don't we find out? Let's find out. Mayor Lightfoot says those who violate the stay-at-home order and the ban against large gatherings do so at their own peril. When you go out and party, when you go home to your mama, your grandma, or anybody in your household who has an underlying medical condition, you are bringing death to their doorstep. That's not the clip that you're supposed to play. It's number three. It is number three. No, number four is the last one. What do you? What are you Which <laughs> one did you just play? Three. Right, and number four is the one that we were talking about. What you just you want to take, take this virus back to your house? No, this is the one with the kid. Man. What did she say about the? The mayor called a news conference today on the we're west side, the where clip. last week these viral images of an illegal party were seen around the world. So she wasn't pulling her rhetorical punches today. We will shut you down. We will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you. And we will take you to jail. And she says any owner of a rental property that ends up as the scene of an illegal house party will be banned from services like Airbnb for life. Who the hell? I mean, how does she get to do that? My apologies. I didn't say it. Uh, no, no. I, my apologies. No, that's because fine. I thought that was How did she get to do that? Where is There's that zero authority in the power? For that. Zero authority. And, and I'm sorry, does the city of Chicago own Airbnb? No, they just issue licenses. Why? Because they decided you should have licenses. So they've just injected themselves into a private contract decision. I mean, the fact that your property And now value, they're saying that you can't make a contract. The fact that the taxes are not really attached to your property values. Now, here's the None. thing about Chicago. They've got a dirty little secret. They really don't pay the kind of taxes that the rest of Cook County does outside of Chicago. Yeah. They're insulated, and they all got a guy, right? They're two-bit phony, one of the 50 Joker aldermen, right? You, you grease a little wheel, you're going to get that tax problem a little bit taken care of but the fact of the matter is what they're not realizing is if you're not in these very sought after neighborhoods right you kind of are around 1996 price you're flat yeah and and you know what you want a perfect illustration of, of talking about how property taxes don't mirror your property values in 2008 before the crash right our house we lived in the city in the northwest side it was around 320,000 mm-hmm. was the, was the value and we knew that because it had just been appraised for refinance and so when you know, we needed to, to go ahead and do something with the house. We're getting rid. We're going to appraise it again. Two years later, 2010, $178,000. Now, my taxes. <laughs> it's known as a shellacking in, in the real estate world. That's, that's, yeah. that's half. Yeah. My, almost half uh, off. My taxes went up $1,800 in that time. So they went from about $6,800 to about $8,600. And that was, that was as my property tax dropped 42%. 
or as my property value, rather. Draft right. It's insane. But do you know what makes America different from all the other countries, Macbeth? There's a little thing in real estate. It's called the bundle of rights. And within those bundles of, of rights is your ability to use the property the way you want. We're in America, baby. This is a two-bit nickel and dime, I think, lady mayor in Chicago. And she's threatening to take away your rights to your property. And where are all of where's the outrage by the reporters? Well, she's really getting serious now. It's one big joke. 312-642-5600. I promise I'll take the call. But wait, there's more. You know, I spent eight years, eight years railing against Barack, the Marxist Obama. Eight years. Didn't like one damn thing. When he implemented the cornerstone of tyranny... Obamacare, I knew it was the end. I spent seven and a half doing the same thing. I said it'll be a thousand years of darkness, but here's the one thing I'm glad he didn't do. First six months, I had to call I never thought I'd find myself in a Donald Trump administration praising Barack Obama, but thank God he didn't do this for that H1N1. Oh, no Because it would have really been bad. Oh, yeah. And now we're going to see how bad. No, what you saw was actually a measured, a measured appropriate response to H1N1. Or they were just too stupid to do anything. In either case... Thank you. It worked because well. if they, yeah. that's what I want from government. Either measured enough to not do anything or ignorant enough to completely ignore it. John, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey Sean, how are you, buddy? Wonderful, thank you. You know what I was I, as I mentioned to the to the screener, I w- I've been building myself up to to a lather almost because when this whole thing first started, all you heard was that was that with human to human contact, you know, with droplets either accidentally sneezing or, or saliva or, 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 or whatever. That's how you could transmit this. And then they started with the, with the, with the mask crap and the social distancing and the six feet apart. You know, and, I'm, and like I was, I was telling him that if, if Fauci and Burks would have talked like this after a bad flu season, we would have thought that these, that these people were nuts. You know, and now it's, now it's reaching a point where, you know, you know, in the beginning, I always felt that the only way we can contact this virus is if we have situations like if you have like millions of people on, uh, on New Year's Eve on in Times Square. You know, so I always felt that the reaction to this was crazy. And now we've reached a point where it's gotten so, it's so nuts. A lot of these people I, should I, be I written think that off. Fauci and Burks, they've infected all of us with, you know, and I don't want to demonize people who have this condition, but they've infected all of us with OCD. And it's I'll like tell crazy. You, how about the refusal to even look at data that contradicts yeah. to even reason? It's almost like the eco-Nazis, where they refuse to actually look at data well, then because goes, they don't want the perspective. It gets even worse than that, because then you get places like YouTube taking down anything that disagrees with the WHO's official... It's, a, it's an uh, excellent point. YouTube is taking it down. And you know what's disgusting, John? That anxiety you feel, every one of us goes through. Every one of us who are independent business people, who don't get our, right. our, our economic life from government, we're all very anxious, nervous, and upset. And it's the reason is, John, is because we realize exactly how powerless we are. On a dime, John, they stopped our lives. I don't care I know, what it and, was. And, and, and the thing that gets me, I mean, I mean am I, I, I being misinformed? I mean, when they talk, when they talk about droplets and so and. You know, the way we have to be like six feet apart and masks and everything and else. I mean, refuse... I mean, is the virus like in the air they or, have... or am I, or am I right? What I said initially that, 
that if that if people accidentally you know spit on each other or bleed, that that's how you can get it. I mean, like, what am I done, wrong about that, or is or is that basically how it works? What they've done is taken their their knowledge they already had of how viruses were spread, and they intensified it yeah. to the point where they started to double speak. And the reality is, you heard them double speak in direct reference to the mask. In the beginning, the mask was going to protect you from other people. Then it became it was going to protect other people from you. Now they're right. telling you they really don't know if it protects anybody to, a, to, a, to an effective position. Yet at that same time, these fascistic governments like Illinois have implemented a, a law that you must wear it. Right. And now so, we all have OCD. And how can we get rid of it? Well, I'll tell you what, John, you got to start working out and smoking cigars. Okay. Elmhurst Cigar House. And when you can't take it, you move to Florida and you call Liberty Real Estate Services. That's like two businesses in one little paragraph. That's got to be a record. That's that's two plugs. All right. Um, two plugs. Let's go to Greg. You, let's just bask in the... Your, let's just take it in. Your boyfriend's not going to be happy. Elmhurst Cigar House, Liberty Real Estate Services. Greg, thanks for calling the show. How hey, are you? how you doing? Shameless. Good, good. Good. So you're telling me the Swedes outthought us on this one? The yep. Swedes, right? And the Danes, right? The Swedes get, they outthought us. Hey, I'm Swedish. We're, they, kind of, we're kind of bright. They did it on the side of liberty. Whether they outthought us or not, I guess history will tell. But one thing they did is they had enough faith in their people not to imprison them. Well, they didn't panic. That's that's Absolutely. the thing. They did not panic until, they, you know, why, why you look at something and go, oh, there might be a reason to panic in a few weeks. Let's panic. Just wait for data. Uh, that's, a, that's, the, that's the absolute absurdity out of all of this. Everybody panicked and they jumped to the easiest solution right off the bat. And this state, you know what they're going to do. They're broke, as sh- they're broke as hell now, right? Yeah. They're going to pump up your property taxes. That's as close Everybody as it gets. in the state owes $19,000 a piece. Average family of four but look makes at- 64000 Come on. Now, here, I, I like to do conspiracies once in a while. You know that. You've listened to me. At the same time, today was the deadline to get any kind of amendment to redo the pensions, the pension system in Illinois. Today's the deadline. Boy, it was convenient that we missed it. Now, here's the other thing, Greg. Think about it. You're exactly right. The economic position of Illinois is so bad that we have $10 billion just in pension payments due in a month. $10 billion in pension payments due in one month. So now they're... Damn it, they have to raise our taxes. They didn't want to do it, Greg, but they got to do it. You know what? It looks like the guy with the baby hands who cannot, (laughs) I mean, who needs a toilet brush to go to the bathroom. It looks like he just begrudgingly, we're going to have to pass the graduated income tax, also known as the restraint on wealth acquisition by the citizens. We have to pass it because after all. Greg, what else did we do? We showed the people by making them wear slave plates that they are responsible for the other person's health. It's not about you and if you're healthy or if you want to take a, a, a calculated risk. No, you're it's a better about, person. You're you a better don't person live if you for you, Greg. You live for your neighbor. After all, we're Andrew all in Cuomo this together. We're all in this together, just like Marx and Engels. Except you notice how when they run the state, when the communists and the socialists run the state... They're not really in this together, mm. right? Where did that horsebreaker go? Mrs. Pritzker to Florida. Where'd she go? Where, where's your wife? Where's my wife? Where's Macbeth's wife? We can't leave. You see? Can't leave. Pay with that. locked in. That's the beauty of socialism. It makes these two-bit baby-handed half-men gods. And you know the nice thing about saying half-men? It covers both Lori Lightfoot and Pritzker. 
That's a twofer. That's you know some people would consider that half uh, half empty, but Sean's a half full guy. Thank you. You got to be half full. Thank you, Greg, for calling. It's it's frustrating to realize it. It's frustrating to realize yeah. that we've been outflanked by our representatives. It's frustrating to have realized it a long time ago, see it put into action, and see other people who should be realizing it not doing so. That's that's what's frustrating. And that brings you me just see so many lemmings just getting. Uh, that brings me to the next topic. I'm going to end the show. Well, we've got 45 minutes. So the last segment, say, you're we're going show. to go over the ridiculousness and the acceptance of Fabian Keynesianism. Okay. We're going to cover that. But right. in the meantime, I have to... I have Whiskey to. be ready? I got an email. Yeah. I have to take a little uh, aggravation with it. All right. There's an email out there. And sometimes as you hear me complain about Republicans that aren't very Republican or aren't very conservative or even worse are, are enriching themselves like the Illinois Republicans off the corruption. Somehow they think that that opens me up to vote for Democrats. So there's an entire movement out there right now brewing started by the original fraud. And I am so glad that I recognized the Mormon in the magic underpants, Mitt Romney as the fraud. He will always be. Not just because of that nonsense he's preaching and the magic underpants, but because he's a fraud in his policies, in his, in his so-called credentials, in his bona fides. And he has started a movement, Republicans for Biden. Now, it's hard enough for me to accept, you know, I get it, the, the neighborhood guys voting for their pensions and their raises and dropping the envelopes off to the right people. I get it. You're in on the scheme. Go ahead. But the morons that look at this stumble bum, this walking ad for Cialis, Joe Biden, along with where are my car keys and did I drive here? And would think that this is somebody that could be president. You know, as, as entertaining as the Trump administration has been from the viewpoint of a radio producer, right? Uh, the Joe Biden or the four months of Joe Biden that you would get before they somehow, you know, he get Epstein or something going into the inauguration would be even more entertaining. We, we need to wait. Dude, I know Jones can't. on the line, and it looks like I want to take Jones. So we wanted to talk about contact tracing, so don't, stay in don't there. Don't hang up. We want to come to you when we get back. But I have to say, a Republican that would tell you or anyone that they should vote for Joe Biden, I don't care who they are or where they're from, they're a fraud. And that's the real scourge of our political system. The go-betweens to enrich themselves. The ones without principles. Stand for something or bow for everything. 312-642-5600. No one in Washington is listening. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows I always love it when the listeners help me with my own attention deficit disorder. As a listener yourself. Because I mentioned it. And I wanted to talk about it. Amy Jacobson had tweeted it to me earlier on Friday. So here's here's Radio 101. When Instead they of using really, a pronoun like it, yeah. you should say contact tracing, no, since no, no. that's what we're actually talking right, about. Right, but I, what, what I'm going to get to is the fact that they don't want to just implement contact tracing. No, They've they already said they're going to do that. They want to keep it but and more, use it for many things. Moreover, they want to hire their own private army to do it, and it's 3,000 people. Joan, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Well, I'm terrible. I live in Chicago, so what else can be said? But I love your show. I love your sentiments. Thank God somebody is saying and can, can just, you know, has some passion about this. 
So that was my question. I mean, before I threw the paper down angrily, uh, about I, I read that that this contact that they weren't going to open up Illinois until they had fully implemented this contact tracing. Can can you tell me exactly how that's going to work? Because that sounds to me like we're never going to be open. Well, not only does it sound like we're never going to be open, it also sounds to me, you have to forgive me, John, I'm one of those old-fashioned Americans who thought we had the right to our lives and to our privacy and to our own body and person. I don't want to ever be tested. I mean, unless I, unless, I I, to be unless I get it. And then what do you mean contact tracing? If some guy came in my store... And he had it uh, seven weeks ago, and I had no idea, and he comes in. Well, we got to test you. What do you mean you, you, you have to test me? I don't want you to test me. You know, i got to tell you, Joan, I'm, I'm, I'm stubborn. T- every 10 years, I chase a, 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 one of those census takers with a rubber mallet down the street. I don't go <laughs> in for that stuff. I have the right to my person and my privacy. And this notion that somehow we're going to need to be tested of a virus, Joan, that the, when you factor in and funge the numbers, 12.7 million people in Illinois, the amount of deaths, it's .0004. I mean, this is what we're talking about. So you've, you've, you've shut us down, you've seized our economy, and now you're, you're going to tell us when we get back, can go back to our life and our work and our jobs, and now you're going to say only if you get tested? Well, that's Ooh. the limbo stick. I'm going to tell you what, Joan. I think that's outrageous, and I'm not going to. Go, I'm not going to partake in it. Well, what are our, our options? Our legitimate options? We refuse, and then we go to jail. Is that it? I mean, can How I, do we fight this? I think you know we need some more definitive for us warriors who actually are willing to do something. Joan, are what you shocked doing? with the lack of lawyers that stepped forward? Oh my when the yeah. 30 days, you know, this guy for 30 days in, by their own law. He was able to implement this on the 31st days on the 31st day. Why wasn't he hit with 17 different lawsuits? At least. And I'm going low, low at seven. It should have been Mm -hmm. 1700. Where are the small business associations? Where are the uh, the chambers? I mean, everybody's caving in what the apathy is staggering. Absolutely staggering. Well, but Joan, you know, I made, if you disagree, you're a terrible person. Yeah. That's why. Oh yeah. I I mean, that's, you know, and I made fun, Joan, of the, of the lawyers on TV with the, you know, you slip and fall, I feel the pain. I made fun of them. But I, had, I have the utmost respect. They might be the way out of this. I, might ha- I have the utmost respect for the actual lawyers who understand their job as officers of the court is to protect the concept of a country based in law to protect us from this very usurpation of rights and tyranny of elected officials. That's the whole point of our nation. And mum's the word. In fact, we had two state representatives that sued. One somehow only protects himself, and the other one doesn't know why they're calling it a police state. And this is supposed to help you and me and everybody. The reality is people forgot what freedom and what liberty and, 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 and what a, a government based in protecting rights of the citizens is about. We don't even talk about it. You, I can't even believe it. When I watch the news, Joan, that it's America. It sounds to me like some European socialist nation where Parliament and the Queen are going to make the decisions. When you hear a mayor in Chicago threaten not just the property owners, but the people who dare defy her and, and brag about her willingness to use law as a weapon, where are the lawyers, Joan? Well, what law did she put in? Is this an, an, uh, an executive ordinance uh, that <laughs> applies only to Chicago? It would appear that an, a decree from both a governor and a mayor 
have shut down the, 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 the country, have shut down the, the, the state and the city. I don't, un, I don't know how to answer you. So what I did as a small shop owner is when I saw that non-essentials could be open for curb service, I opened the damn door, John. And if they're going to come and they're going to deploy the police, most of whom I really like, if they're going to deploy them against me, well, you, you've already declared war on my freedom. So I guess we're gonna, you're going to have to use your military to haul me off to prison. But here's the thing, Joan. I'm going to sue somebody. I'm itching to sue somebody. I've called an attorney. I've got friends that are attorneys. Let's get this party started. And let's get the people who are not in on the scam, who resist the Democrat mafia machine we call Illinois, and let's put them in their place, or at least try. We should at least try. Try. Yes, like that kid. At least try. Like that young kid. Kid could have been more than 15 years old who had the wherewithal to tell the mayor, you go home. You don't tell me to go home. That young kid, <laughs> that young kid is a better example of a man fighting for freedom than any, any Illinois Republican sitting in office and even the one suing him. Yeah. Joan, you made my night calling. Thank you so much, Joan. I appreciate listening. it. Thank you for listening. That's what needs to happen here. Yeah. Mount up and do something. And listen, I'm not, uh, I think the people who went to Thompson said are good for you. But it's going to take legal actions. You know what scares, scares politicians? Lawyers. James, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey, Bubba, what's going on? Not much, pal. Hey, you know, I'm watching all this stuff, and I've been one of the people, just like you, that have been questioning these numbers since the very beginning. The latest CDC report, I think it was dated April 25th, said that pure COVID deaths yep. are around 35,000. Yeah, they excluded all the uh, The ancillary. rest of the deaths are somewhere because of heart attacks, cancer, hospice, all kinds of different things. And nobody's talking about that. James, we live in a state, when you think about the scandal among the voters, when you think about the, the, the fact that most of them, we've got I don't know how many governors went to prison, we've got I don't know how many aldermen go to prison, you don't think they'd pad the numbers I to get 36000 per patient? I don't have the McConaughey button in front of me. But the but the whole you know those are rookie numbers. You got to get those numbers up. Those <laughs> I mean, sorts of numbers, Jim, are not going to get you the sort of federal funding and giveaways that that we're looking for here. Come on, get with the program. Is it true, McBeth? It's thirty six thousand a COVID patient. The Fed just throws the money right away, and then they're going to use the it, rest. I of the I don't think it's that high for every single. I, I think it depends on the equipment you use and the rigor you have to. There's classification, but yeah, you're getting paid more to treat somebody with COVID than you are to treat somebody with cancer. And so the cancer treatments aren't happening, not just because of the money, but because they can't open. Yeah. So the idea that the the honorable Illinois, oh, thank yeah. you, by the way, James, for oh, calling. Yeah. We care about people. The one that spent half a million dollars on cell phones for McCormick Place. I can't say it without laughing. Well, they've now already started shipping all of the stuff from McCormick Place to other places to because, you know, what couldn't they, how about we how about we spend half a million dollars on some radiation machines? And and treat some cancer. Now they had the Army Corps of Engineers. I got a come buddy in. whose dad got diagnosed with stage one stomach cancer at the end of February. He has not had a treatment yet. Please, how because many? Because they can't do it. How many guys with nicknames made millions off that deal? Oh, Jerry, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey, how you doing? I know this question has been asked in my million times, but I, I heard like twenty different answers. Does the president have the authority over these governors? Because in Illinois and Michigan, uh, I can see the writing on a the wall. They're not going to open up till after the election. I don't care. 
I, I can see the writing on the wall, especially that lady in Michigan. Yeah. But, Jerry, though, at least those politicians are suing her. At least they put up a fight. They're doing something. You know, here's the thing. We do have federalism in this country, and I, I would no, be... Oh, sorry, that's not a proof speech. Oh, thank yeah, you. Sure. I, would be, I would be upset if the president could override the governors. We're supposed to be 50 little experiments. Yeah, there is something that I think there's a case to be made for regulating interstate commerce that he can say, you know, sure. like, like for instance, in the Defense Production Act, which yeah. in itself is a sort of Roosevelt Stalinist. You know. Sure. But, you know, he can say, okay, the meat plants have to stay open. Truckers have to be able to be allowed. There's certain things that he can say, but you know. the beauty is we're supposed to be 50 little incubators. Right. That's of the different whole ways in which people vote for their representatives to interpret yeah. what the fundamental principles of Americanism. is. Now, I'll tell you what he could do with the stroke of a pen is withhold funding. Now, he, it would not be good optics, especially in an election year, to be withholding health care really? funding. But he can withhold education funding. Sorry, were you going to buy a Chromebook for all of your students so they could learn at home in the fall? Yeah, but let's well, do Well, you might need to open your businesses, otherwise we're not going to express that fund. Let's do a little poll. Jerry, you're calling from a different state, right? You're calling from Wisconsin? Yeah, but I, I got a couple of children, and they live in Illinois, and, and they're getting screwed over right now. And I just, Jerry, I was just can you? Because Wisconsin, you know, they're pretty much opening a lot of stuff up, a lot I know. of stuff. I know, but can you imagine how the hardworking people of the surrounding states of Illinois are going to feel when they are the ones that actually pay off this crime and, and skullduggery? Driving to your state to give you COVID? in Illinois, there's coming. That's coming. All the good states are going to pay off the corrupt ones like New Jersey, New York, and Illinois. What do they have in common? Now back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Lines are open. I'm going to have to touch. You know what? I have a real hard time watching Republicans promote socialism and stupidity in general. I've always had a hard time with it. And uh, one thing that I love about the idea of what America is, is that it's supposed to be a country that is based economically in the citizens and moreover, in the, in the philosophy of capitalism. So I tend to fight corporatism and the corruption that is bipartisan. It's not just one party. It just so happens that the Republicans aren't as good at the corruption as the Democrats are. The Democrats, it's an art form, baby. You know, like the guys that played pickup basketball who are now all hedge fund managers or are now somehow managing different, different pensions and different government money and are benefactors of contracts. I mean, you almost, if you just step back and realize how these buffoons, political sycophants, know-nothings, do-nothings, overnight became worth tens and hundreds of millions of dollars and have these little LLCs that popped up out of nowhere, and yet they're funneled with hundreds of millions of dollars. It's funny. You almost have to admire it in a sick, twisted way. Republicans, on the other hand, what they do is they like the old boys, the good old boys, right? Now, one of my favorite frauds is the way in which government has used and misused anti-monopoly laws to basically create those monopolies. And no industry really um, solidifies that, like the oil industry. The oil industry is a corrupt cabal of fraud and payoffs and lobbyists and schemes and price fixing. And it's the saddest part of our economy to be frauded 
because it is the fundamental denominator in everything you see, touch, and use. So it's hard for me to sit idly by and watch people be told to cheer against their own best interests and to pay off these very corruptors of our political system known as the oil companies. See, in a capitalist economy, those people who partake in that fraud, when the market tank, they go out of business and good riddance, just like it would have been good riddance in 2008 if those scumbag Goldman Sachs bankers would have been thrown on the street. Yeah. Good riddance. See, the, the beauty of capitalism is that it doesn't really reward corruption in the long term. In the long term, what happens is those corporatist frauds and their crooked politicians used to get run out of town on a rail. Now that doesn't happen anymore. And you well, know what, what, what the benefit, excuse me, I'm sorry. One no, second. no, no. The benefit of never falling in love with a politician is that you get to look through clear eyes. So when Donald Trump was running in the beginning, I spotted the populism and the fraud and the schemes. And I said, well, okay, at least we got to Ted Cruz. I was a Ted Cruz guy. Then I watched him kind of back down and kind of crawl off into the shadows. And I said, well, okay, maybe he'll be back. But one thing he did real quiet, kind of like a Democrat would do on Friday, is that in the bill where they're pumping out this funny money, to everybody who's got an inside track, don't worry if you're out there and you don't have an inside track, but you got a business, you ain't getting it. And if you do get it, it'll be a pittance. It'll be walking around money. And six months after that, believe me, they're coming for it. Well, in the bill to this bailout for the oil companies, they were never supposed to use the money to finance delinquent old debt. Because the reality is, The people are subsidizing the companies that have made unimaginable billions over the last century. Now we are, in essence, giving them a TARP, a bailout, a subsidy, where they're paying 1% on a loan. And we don't even know the amount. So they weren't supposed to use it for old debt. What little Ted Cruz figured out is that I could probably get a lot of money for the next time when I run for president. If I get these guys in my pocket. Well, you almost think he was from Texas. He single-handedly changed the law. And that's a disgrace, man. It should not take only one hand. That's a disgrace. To change that law. All right, Matt Kenosha, thank you for calling the show. How are you, buddy? Uh, well, I'm alive, so we'll just go with that. But uh, I live up here in Wisconsin. Same. And I cordially and kindly ask if you can do anything to stop the stupid ideas coming out of Illinois <laughs> and for the folks in Michigan. Because we've got a do-nothing governor in Madison who sits on his thumb all day and tries to stay awake in his office. And since he has no idea how to be a leader, it's monkey see, monkey do. And this idiot's going to push this stuff out. We're going to have snow on the ground before he takes his thumb off our necks. As a small business owner, I'm sick and tired of this crap. My business is down 80%. I'm essential. Yeah. I'm one of those lucky ones, right? Yeah. But we're, we got the haves and have-nots against each other. I'm so frustrated. Matt, it's almost it, it, it's, it's almost unbelievable the way that they've pitted citizens against each other and penalized the ones who are not in on the scheme while paying off the ones in on the scheme. But here's the other part that fries me, and I could tell from the tone in your voice it bothers you. It's one thing to get pushed around. It's another to get pushed around by these freaks. Now, we've got Cobblepot. You've got Orville Redenbacher on meth. These are some freaky-looking people pushing us around, Matt. Here's the good news. You call Liberty Real Estate, you take that show to South Florida. 
And you can email me at Sean at Liberty Real Estate Services.com. Shameless plugs. 312 642 5600. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Don't talk till I point to you. We're winding Clown. down. I was talking to you privately. Yeah, I wasn't listening to you. So, you know, did you catch did you the call thing? me? Did you cl- I, I think I called you Balloonhead. Did you, um, did you catch <laughs> Pritzker complaining <laughs> about the Nazi flags as if he, the Nazis were there, as if they were saying, hey, we're Nazis and we're here? They are. They're behind the podium. He did. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. I mean, it's, it's really, he, you know. He didn't get the fact. The what irony. They were, what they were saying is, you're, you're the Nazi. You're being a Nazi, yeah. Not that they're Nazis, but your actions well, to be fair, are that, that of the Nazi. If somebody's calling you a Nazi, I suppose that's a fair reason to not like the word Nazi being used. The similarities between the modern-day Democrat and there the is, 1930 you know Nazi hey, is hold amazing. On, hold on. Think about it. Gehring, Pritzker, Gehring. I mean, they could be hand-me-down clothes there. Not all fat people are related. No, all well, right, here, let's but, go to Edward's got a good point. Edward, how are you? Sometimes they are enough for a joke. Edward? Holding up well. This one, you didn't have everything covered, and one more thing to complain about here. I just wanted to point out Illinois concealed carry statutes, legitimate concealed legal carry holders are not allowed to wear a hoodie or a mask or any face covering. I'm one of those people. The requirement to wear a mask now makes every legitimate carrier a Class 4 felon. And you know what else, Edward? It also really helps the criminals you freed from the prison who have no source of income, didn't get their stimulus check, and really don't care if they get to go back. So murderers. I mean, they emptied the prisons, and the next day made a law, hey, put on a mask. Why not give them a ride? Just ask them where they want to go rob. It's crazy. Yeah, but you can't, but you can't walk up and down Lakeshore Drive, though. Yeah. And that's why, Edward, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I have coined them slave plates, and I will call them that, and nobody's going to make me wear one. I'm sorry. I understand store owners are forced to throw me out of the store. That's okay, because Amazon with the groceries, not bad. Pretty stare, not like it's you running the store, but it's not that bad. You know, so there's always like going to be an alternative, Edward. I like being able to pick Edward. my own fruit. Thank you. Thank you, by the way, Edward, for holding and calling the show. I yes. really appreciate it. Let's clear these guys out because they've been waiting. Mike, Mike. thanks for calling the show. How are you? I'm good, guys. Uh, I just kind of let you know that I'm I'm getting tired of uh, the state and, and federal government wasting our money on ads on radio, TV, and internet, saying you know we're all in this together. Stay home. Yeah. How about that condescending message? You're talking to men. We built our families' lives. We provide for people. Are you talking to me? And I have these hermaphrodites come on there and pretend they're sitting at home playing tiddlywinks while they're doing whatever the hell they want. And most of them, are their wives are going to, to Florida and breaking the backs of quarter horses. I'll take it down to an even finer point as somebody who writes and reads copy as, as part of can my life. Can we stop their checks? Can, can we, we stop can we, their checks until we go back to work? Brother, Kevin, you, you, you know the answer, Mike. I know you're asking a rhetorical question, <laughs> but we're helpless. Look at us. We're men in the real world. What would you do to some pudgy guy that comes in and says, hey, put a mask on and go home? 
I'll slap the taste out of your mouth. You Are you talking to me? And now look at us. Look at what you've done to us. That's also not a proof speech. All right. I'm just saying, Mike, it's, you know, the, the good thing is the people like you and me and 90% of the people that don't call in but listen, we're not going to be good slaves. And you know what? At least we can, if for, from now, we can at least do this. And the reality yeah. is people are coming together. I just don't like the way they're not being represented by politicians who are supposed to represent us yeah. or lawyers who are supposed to understand American law is my shield. Not the spear that pierces me. How about a company that's not supposed to be the propaganda arm of, of the Chinese government and the WHO? If we were streaming this on YouTube right now, which we're not, okay? Yeah. Facebook, if we had streamed this on YouTube right now, it'd be pulled. First of all, did you see the As YouTube? As soon as we get over, we'd did be pulled. Did you see the YouTube, the, the CEO? She's a child. She got the job because she's a young girl. I think most, she's a child. Most of Silicon Valley is run by fifteen-year-olds. When I'm being I was convinced a kid, of that, CEOs, business people—they had principles. Yeah, they had principles. They were adults. They had philosophies. Let's get they going. had concepts. Let's go to Shelley. Thanks for calling the show, Shelley. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I am enjoying what I'm hearing, and I'm just going to raise two comments for you. The first is, I had not heard Republicans for Biden before, but when I heard it, all I could think was Jews for Jesus. Republicans for <laughs> Biden are Democrats, and Jews for Jesus Yeah, you're kind of going against the point. principle of your whole position. All right. You almost have to admire <laughs> the willingness it. to be wrong. Go ahead. And the second, I was so glad you used the word slaves because for three weeks, all that runs through my head is the song, Do You Hear the People Sing from the Les Miserables? And seeing the uh, 1789 French people arising because they will not be slaves again. And boy, we're being shoved into that little corner. And I really would like to get out of it. You know, I wonder what our attitude would be if we didn't have all of this entertainment, if we didn't have Netflix and Disney Plus and iPhones and everything else. I have to tell you, Shelley. They had booze in 1700s France. I pulled pulled a a Jerry Seinfeld. What the hell is that? Uh, I believe Amy is playing audio on her computer remotely. So that's awesome. I pulled a Jerry Seinfeld on Les Miserables. I took a girl to see it, and I made out with her the whole time. I didn't see the damn play. I got to watch that. Shelly, thanks for calling the show. I really appreciate it. Um, I didn't know Amy Jacobson works from home. Uh, Well, that's her computer that's making the noise, so I'm assuming that's her at home prepping for tomorrow's wonderful morning answer from 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on AM560. Do you know what I love about what's happening here? The women are getting annoyed because of the hairdos. What save us might be the vanity of middle-aged women. How's that for a change for a guy who's married to one? This is good news. 312-642-5600. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. So I've got to tell you, you know, I love having the cigar store. A lot of listeners stop by. I had, yeah, I had like, like it's more three, of a hobby for you than anything, isn't it? Nah, believe well, me, nowadays like, for sure. It used, you know what it did? My goal was that I made enough money to pay my insurance premium after Obamacare, which went to twenty two hundred. So I said, let me open this up because I got two kids in school. Let me uh, see if I can make enough money, and I don't mind work. I work, you know, I don't like being We've home noticed. doing nothing. I work, baby. Uh, well, this system hates me today. So I get people that come in. 
and they it, they're so wonderful. They want to meet me, even the ones that want to fight me. I love it. Um, anyway, when I come there, I want to fight you. Right. It bothers me to see these good people come in, like it, like the listeners that are calling in, and you could hear the anxiety and the helplessness in their voice. Yeah. And I said in the beginning, what you do to somebody when you break their will, when you imprison them, mm-hmm. is that has ramifications that people don't think about. Governments didn't think about, or they did, and they just wanted us all to be dependent. That's another argument. Or they but, wanted you to not think about it because they need you to be dependent. But you brought me this, this article. Yeah. And this article is the nine issues people are bringing up. I thought this was quite entertaining. So personally. first, the first article we had last week. This is what was people are bringing up to their therapist. To their therapist. But yeah. prescription drugs since COVID oh, yeah. have gone up 37% oh, through, the yeah, yeah. through the roof. Yep. So you had numerous people on antidepressants before then. And now you have this whole industry that really kind of popped up where they're calling in for psychiatric help. Correct. So here are the nine. All right. I feel burned out is the number one. Number two, I'm really worried about my family. Number three, I feel guilty about finding pockets of joy in all this. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's, that's what they want you entire, to feel guilty about actually living your life. But that's, that's, the that's how you build a welfare state. Mm-hmm. Right here is how you build a welfare state. Number four, I'm grieving the loss of my old life. With the uncertainty, I won't get it back. That's how you know you were too accustomed to this. You know, you're Brooks. You're Brooks from Shawshank. You can't adjust. Number five, I don't know what my future looks like anymore, and that scares me. When did you ever know what your future looked like? But notice the wording, new normal. Yep. There is no new normal. There's just normal and Abby normal. Right. Notice what I did there, a little young Frankenstein? Yes, I did. You brought me an abnormal What we've got here is... I won't play the whole thing for you. Number six, I'm worried about money. Even rich people are, so don't feel bad about that. Yeah. As you see them pretend to just fund money to targeted companies, yeah, it's targeted, targeted stock they're making it up as indexes. That's all they're doing. Yes. This is a fraud, yeah. and it's a damn shame, and you're digging the hole bigger. They're, you know what keep, an old they're trying to keep my- the facade of an economy up long enough for somebody to build something behind it. You know the first thing you learn when you're a young trader in the pits? First thing you learn, if, if they like you, an old man walks up to you when he sees you panicking, and he says, you know what you do when you find yourself in a hole, and you look at him and you're, you're scared because you're losing money, you're like, what? Put the shovel down. First thing you do when you find yourself in a hole, yeah. put the shovel down. Maybe somebody, somebody should remind people what capitalism is and how the government implements backdoor socialism. You know, like shovel-ready jobs and uh, $6.2 trillion to the Fed. Seven, being home all the time, has created friction with my partner. Whew. No kidding. <laughs> First of all, married and a job and a mission yeah, to raise people, kids. A lot of people don't need any extra friction. That's, that's hard enough, sure. let alone you put me in the same room with these people. Well, and, and right. not, it's, it, it's not just that, but if you have kids and you're used to them going to school and they're home all the time, yeah. you really don't, you know, the, some people have that half hour or so where you're both home before the kid gets off the bus where you can have a conversation you don't worry about your 8-year-old or your 10-year-old yeah. or your 15-year-old having to absorb all that. Your kids are sort of forced to be more yeah. adult in this, too, because but they're kind of around for all of the Look at it this way. They're finally learning, rather than that daycare with union workers, we call public school. I'll get to the other ones. I've had a great time. Thank you so much, all the people that called in. I really do appreciate the time. We'll be back next Sunday. Thank you. It's over.
I have to go home.